Hello, writers. This is a podcast about NaNoWriMo, and guess what? It's December. I'm Christina Horner. And I'm Liz Leo. And this is how we won NaNo. As a reminder, Christina and I are not actually affiliated with NaNoWriMo in any way. We've just won a lot. Happy December, Christina! Happy December! It's over. I'm... I, I can't lie, I'm a little excited. Yeah, I honestly, it's like I never really know how to feel. Yeah. On, like, December 1st, which is when we're recording this on December 1st. It's not going to go up for a couple of days, but, like, we are still kind of in the thick of, like, yesterday we had to write and today we don't. It already feels like weeks ago that I was writing now. I finished <laughs> yesterday and it still feels like so far away. It's interesting because I finished a couple of days early, which um, is not like weird for me, but Mm-mm. generally I really push myself and I keep writing and that was kind of my goal this year too. But um, I don't know. I just sort of like, this has been a very busy year and like yeah. things have been kind of hard and I just sort of let myself bask in my win and I just gave myself a little time off um I did end up writing a little bit more I ended up at um just like just past 52,000 so I went a little bit past but I did not push myself to go further than that and I feel great about it (laughs) yeah I had a lot to get through my last couple days but because I had some time off and it was the weekend I was really lucky that I was able to do it well, also relaxing. So I also felt like I had a really easy last couple days in, in getting through it. This was a weird nano yeah. because we technically had five weekends, which yeah. never happens. Like we, we both started on a weekend, which was really mm-hmm. nice. And then we had this extra bonus Saturday, of which was part of the, mm-hmm. the Thanksgiving weekend for those of us here in, in the US. And so it just did feel like we had a lot of um, sort of extra downtime in which to write our novels. Yeah, um, and this is the first year in many years that I didn't travel really much at all. Like, I took a day trip to San Francisco and that was it. Yeah, I ended up having to travel for work. I had an unexpected trip to London, which was further than I would generally want to go in November, but it just sort of came up. And so I had to spend five days um, traveling. And actually, this was something, um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about in this episode was like something new that we learned this year. Because even though we've been doing NaNo as many times as we have, there's always something new to learn. Oh my gosh, There's always many new somethings to learn. But the biggest thing that I learned is that, um, you know, whether I was doing this um, like consciously or not, I realized that I always try to get a, like a good lead in the beginning of the month. I know you obviously have your own yes, system that works for you, one. but I generally tend to get um, like, you know, one to two days ahead because you never know what's going to happen in the month. And, you know, there's always going to be those days that you don't hit your daily goal or that you can't write at all. Um, and then I can start to feel bad if I actually hit the, like the actual expected word count for the day, because in my mm-hmm. mind being on track is being two days ahead. But, um, this trip to London was so kind of last minute and unexpected that the fact that I was about two days ahead was the only thing that got me through having to take that work trip because I wrote a little bit on the trip, but ultimately didn't get to write very much at all. And so when I came back, I was only a little bit behind instead of being like five days behind. Mm -hmm. So the thing that I learned is that I didn't realize how crucial and how valuable that lead that I tend to give myself is um, for unexpected things like this. Cause I never really had to travel for work to this yeah. extent before. And that's um, just all about either planning, like you sort of plan to have those extra days so that you can, yeah, you can 
be okay when things pop up. Yeah, yeah, for whatever pops up. So that was, you know, the best advice that I can give people. If you're more of a slow and steady writer like me, giving yourself that... Um, giving that yourself that gift of a little bit of a head start is so valuable because even though I totally ate into my lead in London, it meant that by the time I came home, I was only on track and not behind. Yeah. That was amazing. Uh, the two things I learned, the two biggest things, one is actually this is one of the few years I wrote every single day and updated my word count every single day which is pretty impressive for me. I think the lowest I ever wrote was like seven words. <laughs> and I remember that night and I felt awful and I was sick and it sucked. And I just still wrote a sentence or two. Mm-hmm. I think it was one sentence. I posted it and that was, and I did it. So I would totally recommend doing it every day. Like writing every day was pretty important for me, keeping up any sort of motivation. Yeah. I think it's just like that rhythm and routine and even just like going through the motion of like opening your computer and being like, okay, here I am. Here my novel is. What can we get done? And even if you can only write seven words, that was still you putting in the time. Yeah. Even if it was just for that tiny bit. And most of the time when I only wrote a little bit for a day, it was three or 400 words and it sucked to only write that amount. But it still was something and it meant that I at least wasn't exactly like fully 1600 behind now. It was like 1200 and that's actually a big difference when it all adds up. And then the second thing I learned, which was like a pretty big discovery for me, and again, you know, having done this for 13 years, it's amazing when you come across these type of discoveries, but I was starting with a story that was pretty well plotted out. It was following a fairy tale. I had plotted out the, the act structure and knew what was going to happen. And it was going a little bit slowly for me. And then I ended up, because I didn't have my computer with me, starting a new story. And suddenly that story, in which I had zero plan, didn't even know what was happening, I was able to write so much faster and it was so much more fun. So maybe I'm I'm a true pantser at heart and I just have to get good at editing. I mean, I think there's also something to be said about, like... The, the style of writing that you do in November. It's true. Because you're trying to write for quantity. You're trying mm-hmm. to write for speed. You're trying to, like, hit a word count. Yeah. Because I also, you know, I've talked a little bit about the, like, weird project I did this year that was kind of, like, half going back and rewriting old stuff um, and then half kind of, like, writing other short stories just to kind of supplement that. Um, and I I had a similar kind of experience where, you know, the, the stories, I thought it was going to be easier because I knew about these characters and I knew the worlds and I just had to, like, kind of play in them as opposed to, like, inventing something from scratch. I think I had convinced myself that, like, writing things I don't know is, like, scary and harder, but I had a way easier time yeah. with the stories that were just sort of new. And I think it's because there's no pressure there. Um, you get to just explore and nothing's wrong. Whereas like when you know the, when you know the characters, you know the world, you know the story you're trying to tell and like maybe you're not doing it as well or like, you know, Mm -hmm. as you're writing it, like I'm just gonna have to go back and edit this and I'm so frustrated by that. Um, I didn't think about that as much with the, with the new ideas because these were just like the exploratory kind of playful stage. Um, and I, I going into November wouldn't have expected that that's the way that it would have been. I feel very safe and comfortable in the worlds that I've already built. And I want so badly to finish those stories um, that it can be kind of hard for me to go just like play in a new world. But I really enjoyed those experiences more, um, at least just for the actual joy of sitting down and writing. Yeah. And I think another thing was that switching from a story that was in third person to first person really helped me pick up speed. I was able to write a lot quicker and have a 
funnier tone of voice, which was able to mm-hmm. allow me to make funny asides and really fill the page in a fun way. And, and it really, I don't know, there's just something that like completely clicked and Christina has all these text messages from me being like, oh my gosh, I don't know what happened, but I just changed ideas and suddenly I'm, it's coming out so easily, mm-hmm. which I guess is a testament to sometimes you just have to go with your gut and go with something that's easy for Nano. Yeah, totally. Not always. You can't always just write the fun, quick, easy thing, but sometimes it's more fun that way. Yeah. When you're trying to just like accomplish a goal, mm-hmm. you have to remember why you're doing it. You know? Yeah. I was also something that I've been thinking about a lot is that um, if you look at my past Nano attempts, they go one of two ways for me. Either I hit 50,000 and I'm just done (laughs) and I stop and like, that's the end. Um, or I tend to keep writing and get somewhere crazy, like 60,000 or 66,000 or, you know, I just keep writing. Um, and I was kind of trying to figure out what the difference was between those years. And, you know, there's some where like I stopped at 50 cause like it, I didn't really like the story that much or like I wasn't having fun or I didn't think I was going to finish it or maybe I was traveling a lot that year. And the ones where I wrote a lot more were like maybe my favorite stories or like I was on a roll. Um, this year I had actually intended to try to write a lot more. I had actually set a goal for myself of 65,000. Um, and when I finally hit 50 on the story, I was so burnt out mm-hmm. that I was just like, no, I'm just doing NaNoWriMo. I'm just hitting my 50,000 yeah. and I'm going to work on this more, but it doesn't have to be right now. I deserve a break. Um, and so I got, like I said, I got to 52, but like I didn't put the pressure on myself. And that was one of the first years that I'd ever done that, mm-hmm. that I'd like written a little bit more than 50, but then stopped. And just decided it was good enough, which is weird. And I don't know if it was just, like, I had more going on this year than usual or, like, if I was sort of feeling frustrated with this project because it was so different and kind of weird. But I feel absolutely fine about the amount of words that I got written and I don't feel like I needed to write more. You know, thinking back, last year when I won at Night of Writing Dangerously, I don't think I wrote at all after that. Even though you're only halfway Even though I was only halfway through. I was like at the 19th and I just stopped. But yeah, yesterday when I finished, I kept writing because my website stats are a little uh, a little oh. messed up this year. It's There's a glitch in the website. <laughs> so I kept writing because I wanted my stats to match my project. Yeah. So I'm, I technically wrote 51,000, which is I don't know, 1,000 more than I usually write. That's so, true, yeah. Yeah. The fact that you had the time to do that is impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a question for you. Yeah. Um, how much do you think about NaNoWriMo the rest of the year? I think there's, like, a good three or four months where I don't think about it, and that's, like, directly after. Like, January, February, March, April, I probably don't think about it. Then for some reason around, like, May and June, I start thinking, ooh, NaNoWriMo's coming up. Yeah, it's totally <laughs> true. It's not. It, that's when I start thinking about it in the, in the spring when I realize I'm like, ooh, summer is when I think about NaNoWriMo. And, right. Yeah. You start you start to be closer to the next NaNo yeah. than the last NaNo. Exactly. And then you're like, oh, God, it's going to come again and I'm going to have to be ready. Yeah, that's um, when I start thinking about it. It's not that I don't write other times of the year. I do. But it's, it's mostly, like, in preparation. Like, I just really love love the big nano like the camps are really awesome too when i've done camp nano before yeah do you tend to do i mean i'm sure we'll talk about camp nano in future episodes Mm -hmm. but um do you tend to do new things in camp nano or do you do you work on like past projects i have only worked on past projects when i did camp nano same Uh, except for one month for me i think no one camp i started i did like literally like a thousand or two thousand words of a story and then stopped and didn't continue doing that camp and then picked it up later as a full nano later. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
do you think, how much do you think about nano in December? I mean, we're going to have a whole episode. Our yes. next episode coming out is about kind of life after nano and kind of what to do in December. So we won't spoil that too much. Um, but I, I always have these intentions of like, I'm going to keep working on this or like, I'm going to power through and finish something by the end of the year. And I usually never yeah. touch anything in December. <laughs> to be totally honest, I... I really don't think about it a lot in December because I'm usually pretty burnt out by that point. And December's busy and you get into the holidays. Yeah. And I focus on that. I do start to think about like New Year's resolution kind of mm-hmm. things. And those are generally about writing or at least somewhat about writing for me. So I always like lament that I didn't do more that year um, and blame Nano for it in some way. But um, in general, I do think December is a good time to just sort of like rest yep. and celebrate and, like, think about all the hard work you did and think about all the hard work you'll do next year and, like, mostly just, like, mm-hmm. chill out. Yeah. Which we'll talk about in our next episode. Yes. Do you... Okay, I'm sure you won't, but I have to ask. Do you have any idea what you'll want to do for Nano next year? Or do you not even remotely think about... Like, do you have any ideas in your head where you're like, maybe I'll do this next year? So I always have ideas, but you know that I changed my idea, like, five times the week beforehand That's and true. changed mid-Nano. <laughs> so I, can, I will... I will always have ideas. Part of me is like, well, I just want to continue doing the book that I just started and the story that I wrote 20,000 words of at the end. And I actually was thinking today, which is very odd for me, I was like, I sort of want to continue writing the scene I left off on because I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. Because I didn't plan it. And so the only way I can know what's going to happen is for me to write it. And mm-hmm. I really want to know what's going to happen to that person. There's only one way. <laughs> only one way to find out. So I don't know. Well, I hope but you keep working on it. I hope so, too. I have, like, and I think I've said this before on the podcast, um, but I've got, like, I've got four books that I've written for Nano that are ones that I like enough that I want to keep working on them. So I always kind of feel like my next Nano is just going to be a rewrite of one of those. But as I've learned this year, rewrites are just harder for me because mm-hmm. I put so much pressure on myself. Definitely. So I guess we'll just have to see how the year goes. We'll have to see what I work on. We'll have to see what I finish. Um, and, you know, a month before Nano, we'll see if I'm feeling the, the burn to write one of my books like another draft of one of my past stories or if I just get another crazy new idea and just run with it. Um, that's usually the dance that I go through every year. Rewrite yeah. or new. Rewrite or new. Yeah. And and this year you were a municipal liaison for Seattle and today we went to the um, the epilogue after party for yes. Nano. We that was really just, fun. We just got back from the epilogue party here in Seattle. It was great. We had a great turnout. There were like yeah. 28 people or something A lot there. of people. We did a book swap and we had a bunch of um, holiday cookies. And so it was really nice to just kind of see familiar faces one more time. Um, I don't know if there will be ongoing write-ins uh, in the Seattle region, but it was really fun to get to just like hang out with this group of like nano people that are all kind of working toward the same goal. And it's exciting to know that like hopefully a bunch of them will be back next year. I don't know if I'll be an ML again. Hopefully I will. Um, But it was a super fun experience. I've learned a ton um, and I got to be a part of something really cool. And this was probably the year I've gone to the most write-in events of any year, um, which is one thing that made Nano different and and, and a lot more fun for me. And and I think um, filled up some of the gap I may have felt of loss of community from like writing buddies and stuff on the website. Yeah. Um, what else was different about Nano this year compared to past years? I mean, I think the website was a huge thing. Yeah. I think that that really changed the vibe in ways that I, I didn't expect. Um, it felt, um, it did feel more solo this year, which is, um, something I didn't love. 
Um, and I really am looking forward to seeing the changes that they make to the website over the next year. I'll be excited to see, you know, even if it changes between now and Camp Nano, because that's all on one site now. Um, I really hope, I just really hope that a lot of progress is yeah. made on the site before next I'm year. I'm sure it will be. I know that everyone on that team knows what's up and they're working hard. Yeah. So that, I think that was the biggest change mm-hmm. for me. Um, doing more with the community, having more of our personal friends do it yeah. was just really so fun. So many of our personal friends did it and many succeeded. Um, and I think just, yeah, the nature of my project, like the fact that it wasn't one narrative arc, that it was a bunch of different projects, um, not even like one anthology. It was like one anthology with a couple other random short stories. I just kind of did whatever yeah. this year. Um, and it was fun to go between like a moody story about a ghost to like, a sort of light and silly story about Santa Claus to, like, this, like, sort of irreverent story about these, like, demon huntresses. Like, I don't know. I just got to jump around, uh, which was both cool because I never really got bored, but it was also hard because I'd often sit down and have to face that sort of, like, like, you already have the sort of white page, um, like, blank page Mm -hmm. paralysis, but then it's like, cool, I have a blank page and 14 places I could start writing. Yeah. Which one do I work on? So I think I did waste a little bit of time with indecision, but I got a ton done and I and I ended up you know hitting 50 early so I would I would maybe do this I would do this again I think I would do like short stories or some kind of more nano rebel approach to NaNoWriMo um it's fun to be able to sort of check it off my list I've done one narrative story every year until this year um so I'm glad I tried something new yeah this was my first year doing multiple stories but I didn't really go into it thinking I'd be doing short stories I did one day but I didn't finish it and it just turned out that working on a story till I wanted to stop and work on another one worked out pretty well. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the other different thing about this year was that we had a podcast. Yeah. So that was actually, like, it was just fun. It was, it was fun. fun. Like, it added, a, like, a, a layer of intensity because we had tried to record everything before November, but like, <laughs> failed miserably at that. So we had to get together to record podcasts, but it was... I had to edit in November, too, and yeah. you had to put them up in November. We had to, like, keep on top of our social media. So it was just another layer of responsibility, but I think that, like, the responses that we got from all of our listeners. You yes. guys were amazing to just interact with this month and really enhance the experience for me. So I honestly like 10 out of 10 would podcast again. Yes. Love it. It this felt is... like it felt like November was longer than just the month too. Yeah. Because we've been doing so much lead up to it. Maybe yeah. that's why it feels not as climactic as I thought because we've been just doing nano stuff for so long. Since August. Since August. Yeah. But it just feels like instead of just this one burst of a month, it's felt like many months that we've been working up towards this. Yeah. A lot of prep, a lot of like, you know, community stuff. Um, And I think with ML stuff too. Yeah. I used to just do nano and this year I did nano, was an ML and had this podcast. Like it was just like I tripled my experience, you know? Um, And so I think those things did help um, in the sense that, like, the, the website made it feel, like, a little bit less of an experience. These other things made it much more. Yeah. You just sort of have to fill your life with a good community. And and, and I agree. Looking through the Twitter has always made me so happy. And um, some of our Patreon um, patrons have given some really lovely comments and messages as well. And so, so many winners. So I loved, many winners. I love getting all the winner tweets. You guys, yes. ugh, I'm just so proud of everyone. I wish Very I knew proud. collectively how many words like, the How to Win Nano community wrote. I don't know of any easy way to do no, that. No, I don't either. I can, I'm going to assume that it was... I don't know. Let's, let's say... We have 300 Twitter followers, so let's say half. Let's, yeah. No, let's say a third. So, okay, a third. So... Do your math. Hold on. Hold on. 
So half a million words we wrote. Wow. Fam. We wrote half a million words together. No, I'm no, sorry. That's, that's way half, off. Five million. Five <laughs> million. Sorry. Half of half a ten million. <laughs> Christina's <laughs> holding up a calculator with the number five million on it. It's not like a complicated number no. to read. Listen, I just wrote a lot of words. Yeah. It's been a long month. And it makes your brain bad at math. We wrote five million words together. Yes. I mean, really, if if one third of our listeners completed nano, then we hit five we million hit 5 words. Million words. Ugh, That'd be guys, awesome. We're so awesome. We are so cool. Uh, well, thank you guys so much yeah. for writing with us, for listening to our podcast, for being great, for saying nice things. We love you. Please uh, just reach out and tell us your best nano anecdote or memory from the month. We'd love to hear about, you know, the, the coolest thing that happened, yes. the best thing that happened. Um, we'd love to keep chatting with you. You can also email us at howtowinnano at gmail.com if you have anything longer that you'd like to talk to us about. We've also still got our Patreon going. It's patreon.com slash howtowinnano. We've got some cool perks. Um, now that it's the end of Nano, we'll probably share a little bit more of our writing. Yes, that will there. be coming out. Um, we'll be sharing more writing prompts and all sorts of things to keep you guys excited the rest of the year. And that's it. Oh, wait. Um, because we always forget. Oh. Please uh, rate our podcast. That is very important. And if you can... Write a review. We love, we have read every single review and they make us cry. Yeah, they do. So They really do. I read please. them like over and over. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know why. I just love them so I much. I love them so much. If you, if you want to make us cry and ha- cry happy tears, please write a review. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Yes. Until next time, keep writing. Keep writing. writers this is a podcast about NaNoWriMo where we get you ready wait we should maybe change it for this one. Oh yeah I might just be okay hold on yeah hello writers this is a podcast about NaNoWriMo and it's December bitches <laughs> we're not the explicit <laughs> do you want to put the e on our podcast because you can this is gonna make you you're gonna have to put the e on the podcast Ugh. okay let me think about it <laughs> okay okay <laughs>